Hello everyone, this is Kyle Galaz with Poor to Pro Car Sales Training. Become a sales titan. Thanks for tuning in. This is episode four. Always excited, always honored. I love being able to help other salespeople excel in the car business. I, uh, I count my blessings every day that I found the car business and that I've been a part of it for 20 years now. It's literally changed my life for the better. And uh, I love it. I love the business. So if you're new to the business or old to the business, um, you're in the best business, I promise you. And you can make a ton of money. It's uh, been neat watching you guys support my other uh, three episodes, Holding Gross, How to Bounce Back from a Bad Month, and then the uh, Turn Lookers into Buyers. It's neat watching the views. How to Bounce Back from a Bad Month is actually leading right now in, in Listen. So, you know, we all have that bad month from time to time. It doesn't define you. It doesn't define your year, but you can only let it happen one or two times a year or zero times. So just keep that in mind. Listen to that podcast, episode two, I believe that was. Today we're going to be talking about, in this episode number four, is about uh, how to sell a car every single day. I've helped train salespeople that hold a 22-car average. And if you count days off, that's basically a car a day. However many days you work, you want to sell a car every day. That is the goal. But what are you doing during that day to sell a car? We're going to talk about how to sell a car every day. Some people sell more. There's there's people out there that are averaging 50, 60 units a month that are not fleet, not fleet uh, salesmen, you know, just selling to businesses. They're retail salesmen and they're selling one or two cars a day. So... Is it possible to sell a car every day you work? Does it sound insane if you're selling five to eight right now to think, how am I going to sell 20 plus cars literally every day other than my days off, of course? And you might pick up some haps on those days off because you're going to be that good after this training. Kudos to you for finding this. Appreciate it. The answer is yes, you can sell a car every day. It is possible. But before you can just say, hey, I'm going to go to work and sell a car today, because that's winging it, right? There's a lot of wing nuts in the car business that say, hey, I'm going to sell a car today. Yep, big boss, I'm selling a car today. I'm going to go out there and pound the pavement. I'm going to sell a car today. But unless you have a, a plan and a goal set for the day, you're probably just going to flounder around most of the day until you run into a customer or two customers, hoping that the easy one lands on your lap. The low-hanging fruits are easy to pick. Not every customer is an easy, low-hanging fruit. So you have to dig deep and find those tougher deals, the ones that you don't think you get along with the customer. Oh, this guy's too too fancy. He's got a nice this and that, and I don't I don't get along with him. He's not my type of customer. you got to put all that to so- aside, and they're a customer, whether they're buying a $10,000 car or a $100,000 car or a million-dollar car. Holy moly. They're all your customers. So let's break this down. So before you can do all that, you have to look at what you're doing now and break down. It helps to write this down because you need to figure out based on your skill and your work ethic and what you're doing right now, what does it take to sell a car? So how many ups do you take? Write them down. How many phone calls do you make? Write it down. How many emails are you sending? Write it down. How many text messages are you sending? How many social media posts are you posting? And how many outside pros- how much outside prospecting are you doing? Write all that stuff down until you sell a car. And then you can 
gauge, okay, it takes this many ups, this many emails, this many appointments, text messages to sell that car. And then you do it again. And then again, and you write all this stuff down. The first step is document documenting your statistics. What does it take to sell a car? And you're going to do that for a month. So if you sell 10 cars that month, so be it. You can gauge how many ups it took, how many phone calls, and you're going to write all this stuff down. You have to write it down because you have to put it on paper so you can visualize what you're looking at. Even if you have little check boxes that, you know, there's 150 check boxes for ups. There's 100 or two, 300 for phone calls, emails for the whole month. And every time you sell a car, maybe put a star above that checkbox so you can gauge how many ups, phone calls, all that stuff it takes to sell a car. And then at the end of the month, you can average it out because there's going to be some deals where you sold two in a day and you only took two ups, right? So it's hard to gauge off of that because statistically you're 100% closing ratio for every up you take, which is not a true, you know, stat. So you have to uh, write it all down and then average it out. How many ups on average does it take for me to sell 10 cars for the month? How many phone calls does it take on average to sell 10 cars? So these are the things I want you to document throughout the month. You can start now. You can start in January uh, for 2021. Okay, check this out. You're going to write down how many ups it takes to sell a car. You're going to document all your ups for a month. You're going to document how many phone calls you took. You're going to document how many emails you, you sent, how many text messages, how many social media postings you did, and how much outside prospecting that you did. And you're going to document that on a piece of paper and average it out per car sales you made. And that is how many, uh, that's how many ups and, and whatnot it takes to sell a car. So if you're averaging 8 to 12 a month and you're doing x amount of ups x amount of phone calls x amount of emails x amount of text messages social media posting and outside prospecting then how do you double that so if you're selling 12 a month and you want to double it to 24 and you probably work 24 days a month that's selling a car every day you need to double what you're doing double your ups double your phone calls double your emails double your text messages double your social media posting double your outside prospecting we talked about outside prospecting. Outside prospecting isn't walking across the street to the gas station and saying, "You would you like to buy a car?" That's not that's that's uh throwing a Hail Mary. Outside prospecting is getting in with the community, churches, Jeep clubs, the gym, uh some sort of a sporting, you know, high school football sporting. Uh if you have kids, you go to you can volunteer at their school and you always wear apparel that has your dealership's name on it you have to do that because you're not going to have to talk about it car salesmen are the most intriguing people sometimes and people just want to talk to you oh you sell cars where at oh i sell it down over here at 123 motors on uh, 12th street really oh, i'm looking for a truck just you know something to get wood out of the forest and whatnot okay perfect that's outside prospecting so there's other podcasts i'll do about about that kind of stuff but that is outside prospecting just so you know there's lots of forms of it. Okay, so you've documented everything. You know what it takes uh, to sell a car on average. And now you need to double your work ethic. I watched a recent fight. I'm a big fight fan. I like watching kickboxing, UFC, boxing. 
I mean, really, any kind of MMA, jiu-jitsu matches. I like combat sports, one-on-one stuff. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll. Less work, more clean. Terms apply. And a, an old legend was fighting an up-and-comer. It was a kickboxing match. And uh, the the old-timer that had championship belts, he's uh, renowned around the world. He's got money in the bank. He's got fame. Was saying in the pre-fight interview that I'm not worried about this young kid. The only thing that he has is uh, good work ethic. So the this old champ is basically saying, I got more skill, I got more knowledge, I got more experience, I got whatever. But the only kid this the only thing that this kid has is good work ethic. Well, guess who wins the fight? It's an all out brawl, and of course the young guy that's like 23 doesn't have as much skill. I mean, you can tell he's not as uh, crafty in the, in the ring. He beats the, the old dog, right? And he's not so old that it's like, Oh, you you knew that was going to happen, but he underestimated the work ethic. What I'm getting at is work ethic will win fights. It will win car sales. If you're doing X amount of ups a month, X amount of phone calls, and you're getting a eight to 12 car average, then you need to double your work ethic. And you cannot tell me you don't have enough time in the day to double your ups and double your phone calls and double everything. Because right now you're probably not doing a whole lot of those. It's hard to say and it's hard to look in the mirror and say, man, what did I do for the last three hours while I was finishing the shift? Right? You could have you could have sent out so much emails and text messaging, online posting of new vehicles and car deals. Okay? So there's two things that you need to do in the car business. And I recommend doing it immediately okay i've known too many salesmen that think and they're usually in their 20s that oh, i'm just doing this for now until i find something else right uh this is just a job it happened for me around 31 years old i decided you know what i'm a car sales guy and this is my career and the moment i decided that this is no longer a job and i'm going to commit myself 100 percent is when my career started excelling and it excelled rapidly So step one is tell yourself and commit to yourself that this is your career. You never know what the future holds. You are a career car salesman at at your dealership and you need to be loyal to your dealership because the longer you stay there, the better your chances of uh, getting to a car a day. Okay, that's step one. Commit to yourself, commit to your dealership, commit to your manager, commit to your wife, family, whatever. But you are a career car salesman. Step two, if you want to sell a car every day, is you need to be you need to become obsessed with the car business. You need to study your competition. You need to find out how many dealerships are in your in your town. You need to find out what your product has over the other product. You need to find out if you're selling let's say Chevy trucks, Chevy vehicles, what items in the half ton are class exclusive that other brands do not have. Class exclusive means you're the only brand who has it. Okay? Everyone has good horsepower, everyone sells a good product. But you need to find those other things like class exclusives that are above and beyond the competition. But becoming obsessed is more than just product knowledge. You have to be able to be a polished 
walk around artist. Okay, you need to do walk practice walk arounds. Don't wait until you have a customer to practice. Go get your sales manager and ask them to critique your walk around or even have your manager do a walk around for you. Okay, so you need to be obsessed with the competition, obsessed with how many dealerships in, are in town, obsessed with obsessed with product knowledge, social media, change all your stuff to whatever your name is at your dealership's name. So when people Facebook you, they know that, hey, oh, there's John Smith. Oh, he works at that dealership. That's an old high school buddy of mine. Then they have a way to reach you at the dealership. They could stop by, have some coffee with you, but you have to put out there where you work and and all your information. You're a public person. You're in the public spotlight. You're a car salesman. Commit to that and become obsessed, okay? When you become obsessed, then that's going to be all you think about and you're going to sell a ton of cars. Now, if you have a family, there's still a fine line. Don't ignore your kids and your wife because you're obsessed and the podcast guy said, I need to be, become obsessed. There is a balance. Take your days off. Enjoy your days. Rest. Recuperate. And then hit the ground running hard when you get back to work. All right? So let's talk about a few things that you can do while you're at work because a lot of you guys might be thinking, well, how am I going to double my ups? There's not that many ups on the lot. I work at a small dealership and we only get one or two ups at a time. For those of you that have uh, small dealerships and you can only get a couple ups a, a day. Okay, so if you know you're only getting a couple ups a day and that's all that dealership produces, then go walk your service department. Go walk your body shop. Go walk your quick lane uh, oil change section. Go walk around and run into customers. I have seen so many people sell cars out of the service department just by the service customer walking up and finding a salesman, okay? Why don't you be the sales guy that when it's slow and maybe it's not your upturn or there's no ups, go to the service department. They're so busy in the morning. So if you know that the ups aren't on the lot at 8 a.m. and you want to fill your day with successes, then go hang out in the service department with your name tag on, with a big smile and coffee, and you invite people that are just you know, don't bother the service advisor or stop their process. But when they're done, maybe they're in the waiting room, tell them where the coffee machine's at, tell them where the bathrooms are at. And then say, by the way, I'm one of the sales guys here. My name is Kyle. And if you want to look at some vehicles while you're waiting for service, or even have some questions about some of our deals, please let me know. Here's my card. A lot of times they're going to start asking you a lot right now, or they may say, I just bought it two weeks ago. No problem. But at least you put yourself out there. Okay, so you get to work. There's not that many ups. You're going to say there's not that many ups, but there is. You've got to go find them. So if you're selling 10 cars a month and you're taking two ups a day, go work the service drive. Go work anything possible. Go work your employees. There's a lot of people at your dealership that buy cars. Okay, become the guy, the go-to sales guy for, for, those, uh, for those customers. Okay, so what I'm getting at for filling your day is filling your pipeline with stuff working okay so let's say on a monday you don't sell a car you did everything that that kyle on the podcast said you took ups you worked the service drive you made 20 calls or however many calls you made you sent all these text messages and emails social media posting well guess what happens when you do all that you fill your pipeline with work and you fill your pipeline with customers that are going to start reaching out maybe not that monday but tuesday your phone's going to blow up so you're going to get some residuals from that work ethic. Well, Tuesday, you might sell two cars. Well, guess what? You just sold a car a day right now. So filling your pipeline all day is successful. 
and will get you car sales. Okay, setting appointments. If you sell a car on a Monday and you've also set five appointments for the week, guess how many cars you might have sold on that Monday? They might start trickling in, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. But that day you were so productive, you set up four car deals or three car deals, you know? So imagine doing that every day. You sold a car Monday and you set four appointments. You sold a car Tuesday and set four appointments. Now you have two cars out and eight eight appointments or seven appointments. You see where I'm going with it? Fill your day with successes. Fill your day with stuff and then document it because now you can figure, okay, I'm doing all the podcast stuff. I'm doubling up my ups. I'm doubling up my phone calls, my emails, my text messages, my postings and outside prospecting. And now I just sold 18 cars. You have to genuinely try your hardest. You have to go home tired, sweaty, stinky, and hungry. If you go home in those in that condition, you probably sold a car that day. That's what I always tell my sales guys. You got to go home tired and beat because you probably sold a car because you've done so much work. Okay, now there's only so much time in the day, so you have to use your time wisely. So when you get to work and you're at it's eight o'clock and you clock in, remember don't spend that first hour eating a breakfast burrito, having coffee, and then digesting going into a food coma, and then using the restroom, and then by the time you get to work, it's 10 o'clock, because your shift may end at 5, or whatever time you're off. So you've wasted two hours. You need to do all that stuff before you get to work. So when you get to work, you're awake, ready, and uh, ready to start grinding on some customers. Uh, so you get to work at 8, go work the service service drive for however long you need to until ups start coming on your lot. And then you're going to get those ups that you would have normally gotten, plus all the service uh, customers that you got. And then once you have a little bit of downtime, right, if it's not not a whole lot of traffic, you go hammer out as many phone calls as you can, send out as many text messages as you can, and you fill that whole day with work. Not, I work eight hours, or my shift is eight hours, but I only work three hours. You need to have an eight-hour shift and work eight hours less a break and lunch, of course. Okay. It's not free time for eight hours and then sell some cars in between. It's work for eight hours straight and you go home tired. Okay, let's let's talk about um, a few things that you need to exterminate. One of them is the huddles. I've talked about this in the other podcast. Huddles pay zero dollars and zero cents an hour. I know because I read the contract. We talked about this in in the uh, the other podcast exterminate the huddles the huddles do nothing for you they look bad to managers it looks like you're doing nothing and really you're just bsing with the guys you need to go find a customer to bs with and build a friend and build rapport and sell a car so you wander the lot exterminate the huddle never stop moving okay so i need you to stop standing around you need to start moving around keeping your brain active the blood pumping you can walk your lot 50 times learn your inventory do fake walk-arounds, but stay moving because a lot of times you'll run into a customer that no salesman will see that will have looked at a truck, waited around for five minutes, and then left. That could be your opportunity to sell that person that no one would have ever seen unless you were out there. So you got to get out of the showroom, get out of the glass, get out there. If it's cold, double up your jackets. If it's hot, take some clothes off. (laughs) In a good way, though. (laughs) just be careful with what you're uh taking off um but you need to wander the lot so keep moving 
and never listen to the naysayers, okay? If you're if you tell a I want you to try this at work, okay? And I want you to see who's really on your side and who's not. And this is how you're going to do it. I hope you've made it this far in the podcast. I should probably say this in the beginning. But naysayers will always try to bring you down because misery love, loves company and laziness loves company. Okay? But I want you to go into the dealership tomorrow and I want you to say this to your peers or your manager or whoever you want to say this to and say, you know what? Starting January, I'm going to start selling 20 cars a month. And see who laughs at you or discourages you or is a naysayer and see who says, oh, heck yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Okay? If you have managers or salesmen that that support you, those are the guys that have your back. If you have salesmen or managers that say, oh, pff, whatever, dude, you're not going to do that. Those are the guys that you can't trust. You need to get away from them immediately. You need to stay with the positive guys and stay away from the naysayers because the naysayers will slow you up and they will hinder you from selling 20 cars a month or more, a car a day, remember. So yeah, stay away from the naysayers. All right, we're going to start wrapping this up. You need to change your mindset from an average car sales guy to an absolute gladiator salesman, a true sales titan, a true professional, okay? If you're stuck at selling the 8 or 10 or 12 cars a month, then get out of that shell. You got to break that mindset. It starts first with your inner self, your mindset, your personality, your positivity, just your whole aura and energy. You got to break out of that. You need to look in the mirror and tell yourself that I'm a 25 car a month guy salesman a car a day is what i'm worth a car a day is what i'm going to sell change that mindset to that first and then go into work and start documenting and finding ways to uh work your work your day very smart and professional we're not at work to linger around and hope a deal lands on our lap because that salesman that hopes that sells between five and seven a month the easy the easy deal the low-hanging fruit on the tree the ones that are easy to pick. There's always going to be five to seven easy car deals a month. It's the other 20 that are the hard ones. And that is what defines you and makes you a better salesman. Remember, if you have a tough customer that doesn't buy a car, that is a success because of the experience you get from it. There's a monetary value to a guy that doesn't buy a car. There's a commission made. It's just not a paper commission. It's an experience commission. So if you put yourself in the line of fire and you're having a hard time and you this customer just blew out, whatever, so be it. You might be able to get them back, but you learn from it. So you learn from your, your mistakes. You learn from your successes. But in the end, they're all successes because this is your future and you're going to keep learning from it. So write everything down. So let's recap. First, you're going to document... Uh, what it takes to sell 10 cars a month or whatever you're going to sell in January. Document what it took to get that. You're going to document ups, phone calls, emails, text messages, social media posting, and outside prospecting. Okay? Document all that. Then you're going to average it out however many you did. If Say you did 150 of one and 20 of another and 70 of one. You're going to divide that by how many cars you sold that month. That's your average, how many people you have to talk to to sell a car. And then you're going to double that. Or times it by 1.5 if you want a stair step. But if you're taking three ups a day and making this many calls a day and this many uh, emails and it's selling you 10 cars a, a month, double it. And you're going to find a way. Don't just say, oh, ups aren't coming a lot. You need to find a way. Okay? Document. Stay out of the huddle. 
never stop moving, never listen to the naysayers, change your mindset that you are a professional and you're going to sell 30 cars a month. Remember, become obsessed with the car business, learn the competition, learn the other dealerships. And and the last and final one that we talked about that is so important is commit to being a career car salesman. This is not a job. This is your career and you're going to learn everything in and out about it. When you do those things, you're going to sell a car a day. If you ever have any questions, you can message me. Um, I'm here to help you guys 100%. I'm committed to this podcast, and I plan on doing it for a long time. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Thank you guys. Enjoy your evening.